Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC talent show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. This is the Wikipedia page for Sexuality of Abraham Lincoln, Part 1 of 2. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. And I'm Victor Vernado, KSN, reminding you all to subscribe. That's right, everybody. Subscribe so that you can find out more about stuff like the sexuality of Abraham Lincoln, which is actually very interesting. Um, Maybe it is. We'll find out very shortly, right? That's true. I've been pushing to do this episode for a long time now. (laughs) I hope it delivers. Sexuality of Abraham Lincoln. The sexuality of Abraham Lincoln has been the topic of historical speculation and research. No such discussions have been documented during or shortly after Lincoln's lifetime. However, in recent decades, some historians and authors have begun discussing potential evidence that he may not have been heterosexual. Mainstream historians generally reject theories of Lincoln's homosexuality, noting that the historical context explains away the supposed evidence that he had romantic ties with women and he had four children in an enduring marriage to a woman. That doesn't mean that he's not queer, though. Just saying. Who are you talking to? Um, the people who make that argument. <laughs> Great. Historical scholarship and debate. Commentary on President Abraham Lincoln's sexuality has been documented since the early 20th century. Attention to the sexuality of public figures has been heightened since the gay rights movement in the late 20th century. In his 1926 biography of Lincoln, Carl Sandburg alluded to the early relationship of Lincoln and his friend Joshua Fry Speed as having, quote, a streak of lavender and spots soft as May violets. Streak of lavender was period slang for an effeminate man and later connotated homosexuality. Sandburg did not elaborate on this comment. Historian and psychoanalyst Charles B. Strozier believes that it is unlikely for Sandberg to have used that phrase with homosexual implications, suggesting that he instead used the term to note, quote, speeds and Lincoln's softer, more vulnerable sides, which shielded their vigorous masculinity. I've heard that Abraham Lincoln was very soft-spoken, so maybe that was part of it, the reason, like if he was a very soft-spoken guy. But I also heard that Abraham Lincoln would wrestle a man at the drop of a hat, so who knows? Really? <laughs> yeah, apparently he was... Uh, he was an avid wrestler. He's a, and he was a big guy, too. Wow. <laughs> um, in 1999, playwright and activist Larry Kramer claimed that he had uncovered previously unknown documents while conducting research for his work in progress, The American People, A History. Some were allegedly found hidden in the floorboards of the old store once shared by Lincoln and Joshua Speed. The documents reportedly provide explicit details of a relationship between Lincoln and Speed, and they currently reside in a private collection in Davenport, Iowa. Their authenticity, however, has been called into question by historians such as Gaber Borat, who wrote, quote, Almost certainly this is a hoax. C.A. Tripp also expressed his skepticism. 
over Kramer's discovery writing, quote, Seeing is believing. Should the diary ever show up, the passages claimed for it have not the slightest Lincolnian ring. In 2005, C.A. Tripp's book, The Intimate World of Abraham Lincoln, was posthumously published. Tripp was a sex researcher, a protege of Alfred Kinsey, oh cool, and was gay. He began writing The Intimate World of Abraham Lincoln with Philip Noble, but they had a falling out. Noble later accused Tripp's book of being fraudulent and distorted. Time magazine addressed the book as part of a cover article by Joshua Wolf Shank, author of Lincoln's Melancholy, How Depression Challenged a President and Fueled His Greatness. Shank dismissed Tripp's conclusion, saying that arguments for Lincoln's homosexuality were, quote, based on a tortured misreading of conventional 19th century sleeping arguments. But historian Michael B. Chesson said that Tripp's work was significant, commenting that, quote, any open-minded reader who has reached this point may well have a reasonable doubt about the nature of Lincoln's sexuality. In contrast, historian and Lincoln biographer Michael Burlingame has said that it is, quote, possible but highly unlikely that Abraham Lincoln was predominantly homosexual. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you go RSVP for Wikipedia Day, January 14th, 2024. We'll be there. Thank you for listening to that message, everybody. Now let's get back to the uh, Lincoln's sexy lifestyle. Hell yeah. In 2009, Charles Morris critically analyzed the academic and popular responses to Tripp's book, arguing that much of the negative response by the Lincoln establishment reveals as much rhetorical and political partisanship as that of Tripp's defenders. In an earlier 2007 essay, Morris argues that in the wake of playwright Larry Kramer's outing of Lincoln, the Lincoln establishment engaged in memicide, or the assassination of a threatening counter-memory. He put in this category what he called the methodologically flawed but widely appropriated case against the gay Lincoln thesis by David Herbert Donald in his book, We Are Lincoln Men. Lincoln's stepmother, Sarah Bush Lincoln, commented that he never took much interest in the girls. However, some accounts of Lincoln's contemporaries suggest that he had a strong but controlled passion for women. Lincoln was allegedly devastated over the 1835 death of Anne Rutledge. While some historians have questioned whether he had a romantic relationship with her, historian John Y. Simon reviewed the historiography of the subject and concluded that, quote, Available evidence overwhelmingly indicates that Lincoln so loved Anne that her death plunged him into severe depression. More than a century and a half after her death, when significant new evidence cannot be expected, she should take her proper place in Lincoln biography. In her book, Team of Rivals, The Political Genius of Abraham Lincoln, historian Doris Kearns Goodwin argues, Their intimacy is more of an index to an era when close male friendships, accompanied by open expressions of affection and passion, were familiar and socially acceptable nor can sharing a bed be considered evidence for an erotic involvement. It was a common practice in an era when private quarters were a rare luxury. The attorneys of the Eighth Circuit in Illinois, where Lincoln would travel regularly, shared beds. Critics of the hypothesis that Lincoln was homosexual emphasized that Lincoln married and had four children. Scholar Douglas Wilson 
writes that Lincoln, as a young man, displayed robustly heterosexual behavior, including telling stories to his friends of his interactions with women. <laughs> I don't know. She was grabbing on the Lincoln log, if you know what I mean. Oh, no. <laughs> Go, Lincoln. Oh, Lincoln. Victor Vernado, professional comedian. <laughs> that's No, that's my impression of Lincoln talking to his friends about the ladies. Lincoln wrote a poem that described a marriage between two men, which included the lines, For Reuben and Charles have married two girls, but Billy has married a boy. The girls he had tried on every side, but none he could get to agree. All was in vain. He went home again. And since that, he's married to Natty. I don't get it. This poem was included in the first edition of the 1889 biography of Lincoln by his friend and colleague, William Hendon. It was expurgated from subsequent editions until 1942 when the editor, Paul Engel, restored it. Tripp states that Lincoln's awareness of homosexuality and openness in penning this body poem was unique for the time period and that any 19 or 20 year old heterosexual male would not have been able to write the poem. Lewis Gannett notes that the poem was, quote, a satirical poem written to embarrass someone against whom Lincoln held a grudge. Well, that's where we're going to end it for today. Um, tomorrow, I'm very excited to get to Marriage with Mary Todd Lincoln. We love Mary Todd around here. We love learning about her. She is fascinating. Um, when she says we, remember that it doesn't necessarily include me. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. This has been the Wikipedia page for Sexuality of Abraham Lincoln, Part 1 of 2. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for X, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your RSVP to come meet us at Wikipedia Day 2024. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it. 